So you have a teenager and you want what's best for them. But sometimes you just don't know what to do. I mean, we've all been there, right? Well, welcome to How to Be the Parent That Your Teenager Needs You to Be, where with each episode, we explore the questions, the issues, the concerns, and the challenges that you face as a parent with a teenager. Now, if your goal is to empower your teenager to be their absolute best, well, you've come to the right place. Well, this is episode one of a 10-part mini-series that I'm doing on the topic of things that you need to stop doing. Think of these as like bad habits. We're also going to be talking about what you can do instead. So again, this is episode one, and in this episode, we're going to talk about dismissing your teenager's feelings. Now, before you say, you know, jump too quick and say, well, I don't ever do that, I want you to know that sometimes we can do this without even realizing that we're doing it. And when you really think about it, you know, when someone dismisses your feelings, it just makes you feel like you're not being heard or that you don't really matter, you're not important. And when we think about our teens, this isn't really what we want for them, wouldn't you agree? So let's get started with episode one, and we're going to talk about how we dismiss feelings and then what you can do instead. Well, hello again, everyone. My name is Jim White, and I'm an author coach and the founder of the Family Enrichment Academy. But more importantly, I'm a husband and a father to six children, so I'm a parent as well. And I work to implement all of these strategies that we talk about in my everyday life, just like you do. Well, today we're going to be talking about dismissing your teenager's feelings. And this is something that I'm going to ask you to stop doing. And think of it as like a bad habit. And we'll also share what you can do instead. Now, before we get into that, though, I do have a free resource for you. One of the most common questions I get from parents is that they can't get their teenagers to talk or to open up. Well, what I have, I have 10 questions you should never ask your teenager. These are the conversation killers. And then I also have 10 great questions. These are the conversation starters. So this fits into this theme of things that we shouldn't do and then what we can do instead. So again, this is a free resource. You'll find a link below in the, uh, in the show notes or show description. And you can go to the website um, and download that free resource. So be sure to check it out. So let's talk about our topic for today. And again, this is episode one of a 10-part series. We're going to be going through 10 different things that you need to stop doing as a parent and what you can do it instead. Again, think of these as like bad habits. So today, though, we're going to be talking about dismissing feelings. And I'm going to ask you to really be intentional about stopping this and, and trying not to be dismissive to your teenager's feelings. And again, I said this in the opening, I mean, I want you to be careful because sometimes it can feel like you're actually being supportive, but when you really step back and look at it, you are unintentionally dismissing your teenager's feelings. And I got an example that, that shows or illustrates how that can happen. So we're gonna be talking about two different examples of how this can happen and then what you can do instead. So the first example I wanted to throw out is let's say that you go to your teenager on like a Wednesday and you remind them that there is a birthday party for their grandmother this Saturday. Now this is something you told them about a week or two ago, but you're, again, you're just sort of giving that friendly reminder. And your teenager gets upset. They get mad and get frustrated because what they say is, oh, I forgot about that and I've planned to do something with my friends on Saturday. And again, they're very upset and they're kind of angry about it. 
a lot of times, and I've done this, I've caught myself doing this, as a parent, you think, well, that's not right. They need to be, um, they should have known that they, they should have remembered that there was a birthday party. And so what we do is we tell them, we say something like, hey, you know, you need to drop the attitude or you need to um, let go of that anger a little bit and not be mad about this. And if you think about it, when you say that, you're dismissing their feeling. And then we follow up and we usually give them what, how they should feel. We say something like, well, you should appreciate your, you know, being able to go and see your grandmother because, you know, she's not getting any younger. I mean, have you ever heard yourself saying something like that? Well, when you step back and look at it, what you've done is you've dismissed what they're feeling. And not only that, you've told them how they should be feeling. So this is an example of dismissing feelings and it makes your teenager feel unseen or, or like their feelings and emotions don't matter. So now let's move to what do you do instead? Well, it's two simple words. You acknowledge and validate. This, and these are coaching skills that we talk about within, our, within this practice as well. But if you can just acknowledge and validate instead of dismissing their feelings, it'll just go a long way towards building that connection and, have, and helping your teenager to get through and process those feelings. So in this example, it, you know, the, the, uh, what you do is you say um, something to the effect of it. You know, it looks like you're really angry about having to go to your grandmother's birthday party. See how that's just an acknowledgement of what they're going through, right? You're not telling them not to feel that way. You're just saying, oh, I can tell you're pretty angry about having to go. Acknowledgement of their feelings. Then step two is to validate what they're going through. In this case, you could say something like, you know, I can see how it can be really frustrating to have to do something that you don't want to do. So again, you're not saying it's right or wrong. You're just saying, I can see how it's frustrating. So you validated their feeling. It's a, you might be amazed at how far that can go in helping your team to process and get through that. So that's the first example. Now, the second example I wanted to share is be, and primarily because sometimes we feel like we're supporting our team when in fact, when we step back and look at it, we are dismissing their feelings. And so in this example, imagine that your teenager has a big test and it's something that they've been really working hard on. They've been studying and it's really important to them. And so it's the day of the test and it's in the morning and they come downstairs and you can tell that they're a little bit anxious or nervous about this test. And so you may even say something, you know, are you doing okay? And they say, yeah, I'm just really nervous. You know, I'm not sure if I'm ready. You know, they start expressing and having this anxiety come up for them a little bit. And your response, and again, this time sometimes can feel supportive, is you say something about, well, you know, you've studied really hard. You don't have anything to worry about you're smart, you'll be able to get through it, you know, you'll be just fine. Can you see how we're, it sounds like we're supporting and being encouraging to them, but in effect, you are dismissing their feelings and what they're experiencing at the moment. You're telling them not to feel that way. And, and you may even say something like, you know, you need to not worry so much. Again, we're, tra we're telling them how to feel, which is in effect dismissing their feelings. So the question is, well, in this scenario, what do you do instead? Well, um, you just acknowledge, again, acknowledge their feeling. Something, you say something like, you know, it seems like you're really anxious or nervous about taking this test today. Simply acknowledge what they are experiencing. And they'll, you know, that'll, what that does, if you think about it, when you say that to them, they feel heard or they feel like somebody sees them and is connected to them. And just by doing that, that sense of connection that they feel will relax them a little bit. So just acknowledge.
it seems like you're really nervous about taking this test. And then validate what they're going through. You say something to the effect of, you know, I know this course and this class is really important to you and this grade is really important, so it makes sense that you'd be a little nervous about taking an important test or a big test. Again, we're just acknowledging what they're going through. So those are two examples. Hopefully that gets you thinking about some times where maybe you've done that. So again, the thing I'm asking you to stop doing is um, dismissing your teenager's feelings. And the alternative is to acknowledge and validate what they're going through. So give that a try. Think back over the last week or so. See if you can come up with any scenarios where you may be done that. And again, I, I've done it many, many times. It's, it's interesting. Sometimes it just creeps in. We're, uh, we feel like we're trying to help, but really we're, we're dismissing their, their feelings. So when you don't, don't feel bad if you find that you've done this a little bit. So the challenge for next, over the next week is to be really aware of this intentional. And when, you've, when your teenager is experiencing some kind of an emotion, a big emotion, whether it's anger, frustration, disappointment, anxiety, Try to really just put into practice this idea of acknowledging and validating what they're going through. It can be very helpful for your teen. It helps them to feel heard, helps them to feel like they're connected to you and feel safe at the same time. So give it a shot. That's your challenge for the week. So that wraps up this episode. I just want to remind you again, I have those 10 questions you should never ask your teenager and those 10 great questions as well. So be sure to check those out uh, and download that free resource for you. Remember again too, this is part one of a 10 part series, so be sure to check out. There's nine other things uh, that I'm gonna ask you to stop doing. Again, think of these as like bad habits. And so be sure to check out the other videos in this series and um, you know, really dive into these things and see if you can break those bad habits and replace them with better habits. That's the end goal. So be sure to check those out as well. As always, it's truly an honor to be able to serve and support you as you move along your parenting journey. And I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you and your willingness to step into your role as the hero within the family. You know, to be the one that stands up for love and really makes an effort to improve and develop and become a better parent. That's what it's all about. Until next time, remember, a change in perspective changes everything.